What is up guys? Dr. Sophia here and I am back with another video. If you are new then don't forget to subscribe, don't forget to hit the notification bell, and don't forget to like this video if you do and also check the description box because I always put a lot of stuff in there, specifically my book for single women, which you may want to be listening to because what we are going to be talking about is Megan Good and Devon Franklin and more importantly how I see the situation coming from where I think a lot of women go wrong. And this is women trying to transform themselves to be what they, what they feel the man wants, right? Because I think that this is something that a lot of women do. They see, cause you know, with Megan Good and Devon Franklin, I have been a fan of their love story. I read their book and everything, but even before they got married, one of the things that she kept saying is, oh, I was just on my spiritual walk and God told me that Devon was going to be my husband and all this other type of stuff. So I'm sure we are all wondering where it went wrong. But see, sometimes when we want something so bad, we try to unintentionally, and I do want to say that because I like Megan Good and I like Devon Franklin. I don't want to put blame on either one of them. But I think as women, if we want something so bad, then we, and we see the type of man that we want, and he is a certain type of way, we can automatically transform ourselves into what he wants us to be. She was like, let me pray on it. And she came back a week later. She was like, God, give me a vision for how to do it. This is how we're going to do it. Pray on and it. <laughs> it's only hair. Unintentionally, or maybe intentionally, in order to get him, marry him, but the caveat to that is that you cannot be somebody else forever, right? A lot of women change themselves. They become more spiritual. They change and become something else for the, their ideal man because they feel like, oh, this is what is going to help me get this ideal man. And ultimately, it's like when you get married, you don't like being that person because that was never you in the first place. The only thing that you did is that you change yourself in order to get the man that you wanted. So I'm going to show you guys a few things on where she did that. So the first was a celibacy thing. If you don't know, Devon Franklin, I believe, had been celibate about seven years uh, before he married Megan Good. And Megan Good was literally celibate for like months. And how long were you celibate before you met Devon? Only a few months. And he was, well... <laughs> Now, he was celibate for 10 years. And I don't want to seem judgmental because I'm celibate. You guys know that. But I also understand that there's a difference between seven years and there's a difference between seven months. I think that everybody should have, you know, there's a starting point in celibacy, obviously. And she should be applauded just as he should be applauded. But let's not make it seem like his journey, his spiritual journey was probably far more progressed than hers with her just starting her spiritual journey and celibacy, right? Because at the end of the day, what do I always say? One of the major points of celibacy is to control the flesh. If, if he can control his flesh for seven years, then he's probably not going to cheat on his wife because that's a long behind time, right? I, I am not saying that she cheated on him because we don't know that, but I'm saying if you're only celibate for seven months, then you probably have not mastered that as much as, you know, he has. So these are things to notate. It doesn't make it bad. It doesn't make it good, but it, you have to take it into context on where people are in their spiritual journey and how they operate because he has a master of control over his body and where he is on his spiritual journey and how serious his dedication is to God and she is just a, a beginner and then you add on to that which is my second point is how sh she didn't factor how she would fit into his life right let me show you how she presented a church award um, mm. <laughs> okay. because when you change yourself and you become this spiritual person in order to marry this man what does that mean to you? 
Can you be a preacher's wife? Can you be a pastor's wife? Can you go to church? Can you do these things? Because at the end of the day, it came down to she didn't want to. She didn't want to go to church because she felt that people judged her. You know, people were like, well, you need to dress appropriate. I'm like, well, I grew up in the business doing, you know, shows off Broadway with drag queens. This is appropriate to me. Yeah. Which I'm not even judging here because I get that. I hear stories all the time of people being ran up out the church. So I'm not even saying that. But another thing that she has to factor in is that if that's your husband and this that's where he is, and that's one of the expectations of you, then can you do that, right? If you can't deal with the judgment of the church, then maybe you may not have wanted to enter yourself into that lifestyle, right? The second dynamic was her outfits. Let's be real. Some of her outfits was a lot more provocative to somebody who may not have been a pastor's wife or whatever that might have been okay to some people. Um, such as myself, I could have, I felt like she may have, should have covered up more. Now people can do whatever it is that they want to do, but let's be real. When you say, I am a pastor something, it's not like she has to dress like a nun. You know, I always say that, but you do have to have some sort of, you know, modesty and it doesn't have to be a turtleneck, but certainly not having like most of your body hanging out on the red carpet or anything like that. You have to consider those things. If I am not willing to give up these things, then do I belong in his life? And I think in this particular situation, when I say that she pretended to be, and she probably is spiritual, but since she was such a beginner in her spiritual walk, it's like, I don't think that she thought about, okay, can I do this forever? You know, like I said, she was new on her celibacy journey. And I think that as she got more and more into it, I think that she probably realized that this is not the thing for her, right? Because in so many ways, and that's going to bring me to my next point, they just simply weren't equally yoked. You know, we all read the book, The Weight, which, you know, I read it and it was kind of like, and I'm going to be honest with y'all. I'm going to be honest now because I had a review on it, but I took it down. But I'm going to be honest with you. Something was very odd to me when after their first date, he was like, I see you. This happened in the book, right? And they started kissing. That was very awkward to me because that was after the first date and they had never actually got to anything. Megan is a beautiful woman, and I do believe that in a large way, he was infatuated by her beauty, and that's great, right? But in the end, this is why I always say beauty is wonderful, but that's not going to keep you together if you don't have anything under the surface binding you to that person, if you're not equally yoked, if you're not equally spiritual, if you don't want, if you don't want the same things, if you do want kids and she doesn't want kids, if that, that, and if this, there's so many things that they probably didn't want. She probably wanted to act and you know, she did do some kissing and some sex scenes with men. Maybe he didn't want her to do that. You know, I really don't know, but these are things that you have to consider in this dynamic that I think that they were generally equally unequally yoked on. And I think that he was very infatuated by her beauty because in the beginning he had always said, oh, I never said that I wanted to marry somebody in Hollywood. And he, you know, knowing how it could be, he compromised on that standard and now they're getting a divorce. And so these are things that you can't, that you really have to dig down deep and get to actually know people and not just say, oh, okay, you're an attractive person. I'm an attractive person. I see you. Let's kiss after the first date. And that means that we're the one and let's go. You know, you have to find out what, how am I going to fit into this person's life? And what does that look like every day? Can I be a pastor's wife? Can I give up my acting job? What is it that I would have to do in order to be his wife? And is that going to make me happy? And that does should not require you to become somebody else, right? Like you don't change and say, oh, okay, that will make me happy if, you know, I, 
I set on this standard or, or, or make myself seem more spiritual. That should be who you already are. So if that's not who you already are, then pass on that person because that basically means that y'all are, that you are unequally yoked with one another. All right, guys. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. And I will talk to you guys another day, another time. Bye y'all. Not ready for the show to end? It doesn't have to. You can head over to my site where you can read hundreds of articles. And also, you can feel free to shop my store where I have all of my products for sale. And last but not least, for even more video content, feel free to visit my YouTube channel where I talk about a wide array of content. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And until next time, stay blessed.